Welcome again, everybody, to the Disney Film Project Podcast. This is the program where we discuss the films of the Walt Disney Company, all their myriad shapes and sizes, for you, our listeners. I am Ryan Kilpatrick, host of the program and owner of DisneyFilmProject.com, where I do blogging, I sweep the floors, I do whatever's necessary to keep things running over at the site. Uh, one of my able assistants in that is the fine film buff known as Mr. Todd Perlmutter, who is also a blogger at touringplans.com and chief technical officer at disneydrivenlife.com. Hello, Todd. How are you, sir? Hi, Ryan. Um, we've gotten together and we've decided that we wanted to talk to you about the cleanliness of those floors you're supposedly sweeping. Yeah. Um, yeah let's talk with Debbie and HR, okay? I think uh, we need a mediator for this. this Debbie doesn't like me. Can we send Brianna? <laughs> actually i like that plan i can i can i know how to work brianna i could i could buy her off all oh, right wow. speaking speaking of brianna <laughs> y'all realize uh, i'm in the room oh yeah uh the one and only miss brianna alessio who is attractions blogger at disneydrivenlife.com as well as blogger on her very own at adventures of brie at adventures hello brie how are you today i am really excited to be discussing what we are about to discuss I can understand that. Yeah. It's an exciting topic. Uh, and the person who puts up with all of our Skype maladies and editing foibles and things that we do to make her life difficult, but yet she loves us anyway, is Miss Cheryl Perlmutter, the producer of the program. Hello, Cheryl. How are you? A little bit hungry. Bye-bye. I understand that. So, on today's program, we're doing something a little bit different. Normally, we take a film, we talk about it, we, we dissect it six ways from Sunday, we try to figure out what makes it tick. Uh, today, we're doing something different, because that's just the kind of people we are. We switch things up. We're crazy like that. You, you, gotta, you gotta keep your eyes on us at all times. Uh, but the Halloween season is coming up, and we thought, what better way to start kicking off the Halloween season than to discuss Disney's Halloween movies. Uh, they have made a surprising number of them, as we discovered while researching the show. So we're going to give you guys a list of the movies that Disney's made for Halloween, and we're going to talk of, uh, briefly about most of them and give you an idea of some you might want to see, some you probably don't want to see, and uh, get you ready for the Halloween season. Sound like a plan? Yes, indeed. I'm ready. Woot! All right. So, like I said... It's a haunted podcast. So, so Disney's made quite a few Halloween movies between the theatrical releases, the straight-to-DVD releases, the Disney Channel releases, and those sorts of things. Uh, so there's, there's quite a bit to talk about. There's two movies that we're not going to touch on very much today because we are going to do separate shows on them in our upcoming episodes. Uh, but they're definitely uh, Halloween classics. We have The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. From 1949, with the Legend of Sleepy Hollow as the Halloween tie on that one. And we also have Nightmare Before Christmas, um, Jack Skellington and the gang. And uh, we're going to do a whole show on that as well. So just stay tuned for those. Those will be coming up as we celebrate the Halloween season and, and talk about those movies. But there's still plenty to talk about um, throughout the history of Disney and some that um, that we can we can touch on here. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give if we've seen them, we'll give a recommendation. If we haven't seen them, then we will mock their IMDb entries mercilessly. I think it's probably how this is going to go. Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So in in no particular order, um, I know that uh, all of us 
enjoy different things, different Halloween movies, different ideas, different things. So just in general, I know Todd, Bree, Cheryl, you guys, um, we all like different Halloween types. Like Bree, I know, are, are you a fan of like the classic Halloween movies or, or some of those things? Um, yeah, I mean, talking strictly though of, of Disney Halloween films, um, I do have a little list that we can talk about later of, of those that are my favorites, but um, I think most of the ones that I chose are from the early to late 90s. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. But, I mean, of course, I'm a huge fan of, of the Turner Classic movie Halloween films as well. But Oh, yeah. yeah. Me too. I, that, that's my favorite time of year is when they start putting those on. So much fun. Oh, yes. The, the ones where – I always like the ones where the people get stranded and they go into the house, in the haunted house. I like those. The there's house about, is haunted like, like, Yeah. It's like every movie. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, there's like 70 of them. So anytime you turn on TCM during during the Halloween season. Oh, they're great. Gonna... You have to turn the lights off in your living room and yes. enjoy the sounds. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really like the classic um, monster type movies. The old oh. uh, universal ones? Yeah, like, you know, Creature from the Black Lagoon, that kind of stuff. That's a great oh, yeah. one. Good stuff. So, uh, with, what about you, Cheryl? What, what, what's your? Do you like Halloween movies? Do you like? Uh, I know, I know, you're a fan of the Halloween Town movies, which we'll get to. I guess I like the cheesy Halloween type of movies. Um, I like the Halloween Town and Twitches type of things. I'm not a big, I'm a big scaredy cat, so I don't want to get too scared for Halloween movies. Yeah, I can understand that. I don't like any of the like. Obviously, the Disney ones are not quite as scary, but I don't. I don't like any of the real like horror type movies. I'm not a fan of, of those, like the no. Friday the Thirteenth and thing. That I'm I'm not a fan of that kind of stuff. So I'm not either. Yeah, I don't know. I like zombie movies though. I mean, give me a good zombie movie any day. <laughs> you're you're on your own there. I watched I watched one episode of Walking Dead, and I'm, I told my wife I have to watch the rest of them uh, with the lights on. Yeah, see, one of my favorite uh, all-time zombie movies is uh, Return of the Living Dead. Ah, you know, because you, you know when the when the zombies are like they have like br- they have like thoughts as opposed to like zombies in some of the older movies. Gotcha. So they act- so they actually start doing things like like they realize that when they when the police are called, the police come and they get more bodies to eat. So they so they start going over the police radio, send more. Paramedics send more cops. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's a great film too. The Fog. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, The Fog is pretty scary. I presume you're talking about the original one, not the remake, which was kind of cheesy. Actually, the remake I very much enjoyed. I thought there was a lot. Of, I thought there was a lot of suspense in the older one that wasn't in the newer one. See, I didn't see the older one yet. So. Ah. Well, there you go. All right, so, but we're talking, we're talking Disney Halloween movies here. Yes, so, we are. Um, the, Disney actually has a pretty long history of doing stuff back in the in the shorts days, where they they did uh, shorts that featured lots of Halloween themes. So, in fact, the very first Silly Symphony um, skeleton dance was a a Halloween themed sort of thing, which had skeletons dancing around. I know, odd to say from the title, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but there, there's lots of there's lots of others. Um, Egyptian melodies, the spider and the fly. There's there's one called the Mad Doctor. Um, Lonesome Ghosts yes, is Lonesome my Ghost. favorite. Absolutely. Yeah. That one. Yeah, Lonesome Ghost is a fabulous, fabulous short. It's Mickey, Donald, and Goofy investigating a haunted house. Oh. Highly recommended. You, you know, you know what? Uh, so uh, when I was younger, um, they used to have these. Um, 
these cartridge film strip projectors that you could pop the partridge in and then hold it up to your eye and you could crank it and it would play the movie. And this was one of the cartridges that I had. Was, Ooh, was I'm this. jealous. So I, could, I was watching this all the time when I was younger because I could just pop this in any time and watch it. Lonesome oh, Ghost. Yeah. Lonesome Ghost is like my favorite short ever. Like it's not it's not the best Disney sh- short that they ever did, but it's my favorite because just because it's got all three all three characters, it's got the ghosts who are fantastic, and it's just like all sorts of fun in like seven minutes. Plus, plus the uh, the the use of the characters is like perfect, and you know there's all sorts of things that they do just really well with with uh, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy in the movie. In the yeah short, yeah yeah absolutely, it's spot on for for the characters and everything, which is not always the case. Um, if, if you go into deeper and deeper into the shorts, but but if, but they have weapons. It's important to note that this is very true. <laughs> it, yeah, it's all, it, before Disney started worrying about that kind of stuff. So like Mickey's got a shotgun when he's like walking around and stuff. Yeah, one that you might not. It, the movie itself is not a Halloween movie, but you could consider uh, the sequence, the Night on Bald, Bald Mountain sequence from Fantasia with Chernabog, uh, you know, raising the ghosts and the skeletons and things. That's a good piece that um, has been used in some of Disney's like Halloween package. Uh, package features that they've done on Wonderful World of Disney and those sorts of things. So, I mean, that's a fun one. Uh, that's it's a little scary, but not too scary. Uh, that could be fun for folks to to watch. Um, but then we t- we talked about the next thing that the next real big the, the first real feature that featured uh, Halloween theme was Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which we will talk about in a different show. Um, would you consider Darby O'Gill and the Little People sort of a Halloween sort of thing? No, no. In, no. in a Lucky Charm sort of way. Well, I'm just saying, like the Banshee and all the ghosts and stuff. I mean, oh, I hadn't you know. really thought about that. All the all the mythical creatures that are in the movie. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know, know though. Yeah, it's just for me, it's strictly St. Patrick's Day kind of film. But yeah, I think I'd probably agree with that. Mm. Um, we have we have uh, the Witch Mountain movies, and one of the things I looked up were listed as Halloween. Um, not not the rock ones, but the original ones. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that I would count Witch Mountain though. I mean, those are more like paranormal ESP sort of things, right? I, like, I I suspect it's just because they have the word witch in the name. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess so. I don't know. Uh, but Disney Disney back in the eighties, when so it's interesting. The company, of course, switched management in the eighties. At a certain point in the early 80s, they were sort of adrift creatively trying to figure out what they were going to do next. And they came out with a couple of movies that I don't recommend you watching with your children. Um, The Watcher in the Woods and Something Wicked This Way Comes. Oh, yes. Scary movies. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Why don't don't you tell us about uh, The Watcher in the Woods, Todd? Well, okay, so this is the one that I I don't remember as well. I'm not sure why. Um, But it's... um, what is it? It's uh, the girl. She has a family, and uh, the one, the what? Like somebody died, and then somebody comes back. So this is the one that is. Uh, it's Betty Davis, and there's two girls who are obsessed with the story of a missing girl who was in the woods around the house that they are in, and their grandmother is Betty Davis, who owns the house, and it's it's been compared somewhat to uh, the Blair Witch Project because. There's, there's violence that happens in the movie, but it's all implied violence. At least most of it, from what I remember. Uh, and it's all about them and walking through the spooky woods, and are there is there a ghost, is it a person, and all this kind of stuff. And it's just scary, and should not be seen by small children. 
Yeah, well, it's it's not it's it's like you said, it's not bloody scary. It's like freaky scary. Yes. Because because isn't like the dead girl ends up looking like a living girl, and that isn't this isn't this the one? I, I think that's the case. Yes. Okay, and it's and it's it has to do with the the descendants of the family, and you know it's 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 just not. F- and then they kidnap one of the girls, and they hold, and the the otherworldly beings are holding her hostage, or supposedly, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's there's all kinds of like paranormal aspects to it, and but but there's never anything shown, which I think makes it more scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It, it's poltergeists. Is what's is what's going on in the movie, I th- if I understood it correctly. I, I think that's right, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen this, but I do remember that, like, if you have, if you have kids, you know, younger kids, this is not one I would recommend for your, for your Halloween festivities, for sure. So, speaking of scary, uh, 1983 brings us Something Wicked This Way Comes, which is the, adapted from the Ray Bradbury novel uh, of the same way, and it's kind of like Pleasure Island from Pinocchio, only in a carnival where they bring uh, Mr. Dark, which how would you not know that he's the bad guy, uh, (laughs) brings the carnival to town and is basically like stealing children uh, in the carnival, which is just wrong. And I remember seeing this as a kid. They showed it on Disney Channel. And uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty terrifying. Yeah. Well, I mean, it 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 come it it actually starts like 100 years in the past or something like that. And they steal a kid. Right, the kid gets on, on the car. As soon as they kill, they kidnap one, one or two children. They're they're done, right? And then the carnival moves on, right? It's it's that fact. Yeah. The carnival shows up, and the the carousel is supposedly broken, but there's something about it that gets kids to go on it. And then when the kids ride it, it starts up and it spins out of control and and steals, and then the whole place disappears the next morning. Yeah. That's that's generally what happens. So it starts out with one kid uh, disappearing a hundred years ago. And uh, the carnival comes back to this same town a hundred years later, right? If I'm if I'm not too yeah, mistaken, I think, I think I think that's right. right. Yeah. And the kid who was kidnapped a hundred years ago somehow is able to contact the two the kid who is the target now, right? I yeah. think some, something's going on there. And understand, folks, it's been a while since I've seen this one, so I'm just kind of doing this all from memory. And um, and that's uh, and basically that's it. There's a it's got great special effects though. Yeah, no, I, I think the movie is done well. It's 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 actually if you're if you're not trying to do something with the family, I think it's actually worth viewing. It's 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 a good movie. Uh, it's just not one that I would recommend if you have kids or anything like that because it is it is unlike most of the movies we're going to talk about. It is actually scary. Yeah, it's well, I mean, it's like, and it's it's like in your face scary. Like for example, the the Mister Dark guy, right? He's he's uh he's got tattoos on his body, and he they like they like do dances and stuff right doesn't he make them do that for the kids yeah i think so right i think you're right yeah and 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 that alone because they're all like black you know and it's it's just scary very yes uh so we have that movie and then um we had uh nightmare before christmas in the in the early 90s which we will talk about on another show uh, but after that, really, Disney kind of switched their Halloween-themed films over to the Disney Channel, with one exception that we'll, we'll talk about. But the Disney Channel and the Disney um, direct-to-DVD movies kind of took over the Halloween torch, for lack of a better term. Uh, so you had a lot of interesting, uh, is one way to put it, 
Disney Channel original movies that came from that that point forward. So you had uh, such as one called Under Wraps uh, in 1997, which that's, would be that's I, the, the Mummy. Well, how'd you guess that? I I don't know. How did I guess that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Under Wraps. So I haven't seen this one, but uh, reading the description, it involves the discovery of a 3,000-year-old mummy by a trio of 12-year-olds. Fun. Yeah. And it's a love story. Is it really? I didn't get that from the description. but Oh, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. So apparently the mummy escapes, but if they don't get him back to his coffin before Halloween is over, he, he will lose his chance at being reunited with his long-lost love. Oh, interesting. So it is a love story, folks. Just saying, also a Valentine's Day movie. <laughs> <laughs> Under wraps for your sweetheart this 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 Valentine's Day. Uh, and then we have the Halloween Town movies, which I I will I will admit up front I have not seen any of them. I keep meaning to see them, and then I keep turning over to the seventy haunted house movies on TCM. So, but this this Halloween I. I uh, we'll definitely be seeing the Halloween Town movies, but Cheryl and Todd, I know you guys really like these, right? We've been watching them every year for a long time now. I would say, Cheryl, wouldn't you? Oh yes. Yeah, I mean, we we literally make time to watch these every year. That's how much we like them. They're um, it, it's it's about a family, the Cromwells, right? They get, am I getting the name right? Yes, you are. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, so. Here's the thing, right? They have a grandmother, okay? And she's like a real rich. She's, by the way, she's played by Debbie Reynolds, which is awesome. Okay, and this is, by the way, folks, this is our Star Wars connection for the movie. Debbie Reynolds is the mother to Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher is Princess Leia. Done. Boom. There you go. We good? Star Wars. Star Wars. Done. All right. <laughs> so she's a she's a witch, right? But she, and, but the ki- the kids in the movie don't know it. They find it out in the first movie. And um, th- this is, by the way, folks, there's going to be a little more detail on this one just because I know it. <laughs> and and we, will, we will, after Bree and I have seen these, we will do a show on Halloween Town uh, at some point in the future. But That'd be, well, that'd be awesome. I've seen the first one. Oh, cool, cool. I absolutely, I absolutely love it. Yeah. It's, uh, so what happens is, is she visits them once a year around Halloween because Halloween is a very popular family holiday in their family. And so she's always got these weird decorations. And the kids find out that she's actually a real witch because the uh, oldest daughter, okay, uh, she starts to learn that she has magical powers. And once her powers come out, they kind of sort of have to tell all the kids. Ah, okay. Okay, and, um, and they find out that their mother is also a witch but that she chose to live in the – in uh, on Earth to raise them instead of in the alternate dimension, which is where Halloween Town is, okay, which is where the grandmother actually lives, and she can come through once a year because once a year the two dimensions are close enough that she's able to breach the portal. Most things can only breach the portal on the night of Halloween, which is the ex- their explanation in the movie for why we see vampires and Frankenstein monsters and stuff like that on Halloween is because they come through to our world. Okay, but okay. She, because she's a witch and she's actually in charge of guarding the portal, it's like a family thing. She's she can come through sooner. Oh, okay, so, all right. It, it's it's, it's kind of cool. It sounds movie. right up my alley, honestly. Yeah, yeah and very, uh, you go. No, I was just going to say it's a very cool movie. I enjoy watching yeah. it every year. I, it, and it's neat because, like you know, the girl Marnie, she makes best friends with like this guy who's really a troll. 
you know, and he's like a literal troll, not like a, you know, like a mean person. He's a literal troll. And Got it. <laughs> I was about to say, that's very mean, Todd, that you call and this man a troll. So the kids, you know, they get the mother lets them go with the grandmother to Halloween Town, and then uh, then they find out there's an evil plot, and together they all have to use their magic to defeat the plot. Okay, and this carries over to the second movie where they where um, the family where one of the family members comes back, and she's got, I think, is this the one where, is this where Lucas Grable comes in, or is that the third movie? That's the third movie where Lucas Grable comes in, right, Cheryl? I don't I'll, recall offhand, but. I'm trying to remember. No, no, I'm sorry. It's the second movie where he's the son of the bad guy, right? Yes. Okay. And he comes in, and then by the uh, – and his family is defeated, and they lose their magic power. So then the third movie, they're at Halloween Town High, which is where apparently Halloween Town dis- creates an exchange program with students between er- there and Earth. And so- I don't – just tell them the story, folks. <laughs> it was Marnie's idea. It was Marnie's idea, and so they, they disguised the, the, the monsters as real kids, you know, and it's cool because, like, they're, they're still monsters, so certain of their traits allow them to be really good at certain things, like the skeleton is able to do, like, you know, dancing and stuff like that, so... It, it, and the werewolf was a football player. The werewolf was a football player, right, because they, they still have their regular skills, they just are disguised as humans. And, uh, and then they go to Return to Halloween Town, which is the one that's a little bit odd because the main character changes, the actress changes it, to Sarah Paxton. Hmm. Okay. But it's, uh, it, it's just good. It's just four movies. And it's, uh, you know, they, usually they play them, they'll probably play them at the, towards the end of October several times. Everybody should watch them. Yep. I plan, I plan on it. Like I said, I'm making time this year because so, I want to watch them. And then we're going to do a show about it. Maybe probably next Halloween. We'll do a Halloween Town extravaganza or something. Awesome. That'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, So, keeping in the Disney Channel vein, uh, the other other series, I guess you'd call it, there's only two of them, but still, that's a series, right? Uh, Is the Twitches series, which I have also not seen. Well, I take that back. I have seen the first one. I have seen the first Twitches. I have not seen Twitches 2, but starring uh, Tia and Tamara. Uh, And I I believe this is also a Perlmutter household favorite. Am I correct? Do you want to talk about this one, Cheryl? Um. I guess um so it's Tia and Tamara um they they don't realize that they're you know they don't know each other they've never met and then they they meet by coincidence and then they find out that you know they're they're twins and they're related and um that they were sent off because the mother because in their country the there's this thing called the darkness and that has been in, been enslaving, you know, slowly encroaching over on the countryside, and the mother's been keeping it at bay by herself. Right. And then, oh, okay. And then, so, but then once Tia and Tamara meet, they send the mother sends their her two assistants off. Right. end up becoming their guardians, basically. It's important to know, by the way, that if you look at this plot very closely, it's exactly the same plot as Star Wars. See, and and when I first saw it, I thought Parent Trap. It was like oh, Parent you? Trap with witches, yes. No, no, so see, the darkness is really their dad, so that's the Darth dad, Vader. No, 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 the darkness is not their dad. That's their the important but, thing. Their, their dad, dad is caught in the darkness, the darkness. by their uncle. By their uncle, that's right. There you go. But they're sent off to Earth, and they're separated because there's a better chance that one of them will survive, and there's this whole thing just yeah. like that, so... And there's an evil entity, you know, on and on and on. But I, I, I like that one a lot. Um, I like Twitches too, too. Um, 
I mean, I that's like how they handle one the fact of evil by calling it dust of darkness. I mean, that is really you know, you know, pretty good. Um, it's very I love, Disney. I love T and Tamara. Mm -hmm. Um, they're they're really great. I mean, I have not followed up with them since since the, since these movies, but. We should, we should probably mention, by the way, that Twitches stands for Twin Witches because they're, they each have slight magical abilities, but when they're in contact with each other, they have uber-magical abilities. That's kind of sort of the whole but idea. I love them on Sister, Sister. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was my favorite show. Yes. It was. It was, yeah. They don't show it anymore, sadly, but it was my favorite show. Perhaps because they got older. Yeah, so sad. True enough, true enough. Yeah, I liked Twitches. I thought it was cute. I mean, it's not something I'm gonna go back and make sure that I see every Halloween, but it's it's fun. Like it's a, it's a good, enjoyable Disney Channel movie. I liked it. Yeah, cool. Uh, so let's see what else we've got here. Um, that there's there's a ton of other uh, Disney Channel movies, um, but I wanted to take a step back into the theatrical realm of things. There's a couple of movies that that came out in the uh, in the 90s, or, or might have been the yeah, I think it was in the 90s. Um, so one in the 90s, one in the 2000s. Uh, yep. Hocus Pocus. Love. Yeah, Hocus I have. Yeah. I have not seen the entirety of Hocus Pocus. I've seen like I've probably seen it all, but in pieces. You know what I mean? It's, it's got it's this the story of the three witches. It's uh, Kathy and Jimmy and uh, Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker, and they're they're three witches. And, and the thing that I remember most about this, because I haven't seen much of it in a, in a while, is them riding the vacuum cleaners instead of broomsticks. I, I think that's probably all most people remember about it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was good. I just don't remember too much about it. And I remember it was good for like uh, for the family and everything. It'd be fine, yeah. I, I remember that one, one of the things that sticks with me is uh, Catherine and Jimmy, her, her evil cackle. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just remember that being, like, frighteningly I can see that, good. Yeah. yeah, I remember that skeleton guy that kept losing his head, too. Oh, was that this yep. movie? Yeah. Oh, okay, I don't remember that, but okay. I don't remember it being in this movie. I mean, I remember it. I just thought it was a different movie. Yeah, no, that was this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so that, that's one, uh, and I, I think we, we would all recommend that one. But, uh, of course, we have the Haunted Mansion movie, the, the Eddie Murphy one from 2003. Uh, have you guys seen this? No. No? Okay, I have, so actually. Have you, Bree? All right, so, Bree, what did you think of it? You know what? I really enjoyed it, um, but I'm more so looking forward to the new one coming out that's supposed to be much scarier. Um, you know, it was cheesy, very corny. Oh, you yes. know, you have Eddie Murphy, so you can't expect much drama or a serious tone. But, um, I don't know, it was kind of enjoyable. I wouldn't watch it every Halloween, but I, I tried to, like, every other year. You know, it's fun. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I think what I've told people about it before is, like, it's almost like there's two different movies going on. There's the Eddie Murphy movie, where he's just being Eddie Murphy and telling his jokes and everything. And then there's the Haunted Mansion movie that's going on. And the <laughs> Haunted Mansion movie part, I like. And I like the Eddie Murphy part, but they shouldn't be in the same movie. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of like the um, how they intertwine that with his wife looking like the owner of the house, his, his deceased wife. Yes. So, so uh, you're saying it's more like oil and water than chocolate and peanut butter? Very much so, yes. <laughs> right. Well, it's, it's, kind of like, it's kind of like chocolate and pizza. They're both good, 
But you wouldn't put the two of them together, necessarily. Yes, exactly. Uh, well, I'd have M&M's on pizza. <laughs> okay, normal people <laughs> would not put the two of them together. Uh, no, I mean, like, it's, it's a fun movie. Uh, my wife has an internal crusade because Entertainment Weekly gave it a D, and it's definitely not a D movie. Like, it's not that bad. It's, it's, it, I would probably give it a C. She would give it a B. I mean, it's fun. Uh, I will say there is in the gra- there's a graveyard sequence that, w- that has a bunch of zombie-esque characters that is pretty frightening for, for kids. Other than that, the rest of it is really fun and charming. Um, it's not it's too got scary. Wallace Shawn. It has Terrence Stamp, Wallace Shawn. It has the singing bust from the ride. I mean, it's it's got all the stuff that you would want from a Haunted Mansion movie. It just, the tone is off, and, like, Eddie Murphy just doesn't belong in the Haunted Mansion movie. Je- how is Jennifer Tilly as Madame Leota? <laughs> she was good. She was, was very she? good. Yes, she was very good. I'm okay. glad that they didn't turn Madame Leota in the ride into her, but she was good. Yeah, exactly. She, <laughs> she fit. She fit the movie. But her, be, but in the ride being more free flowing came from the m- movie, right? Right, because Madame Leota just used to sit on the table, and now she floats up. That I exactly. think it was, yeah, I think it was a little bit of both. I think it's something that they had in their heads, and they saw an opportunity to, you know, float it in after the movie. Ah, cool. All right, sounds yeah. good. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's the haunted mansion, uh, and then there's there's a bunch of uh, direct to DVD movies that we we could touch upon. Um, one I will I will steer you away from is Pooh's Heffalump Halloween movie. Just <laughs> just don't don't do that. <laughs> they go trick or treating. Sure they do. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, so I had to watch this because I took my kids to see Pooh's Heffalump movie, which again don't. Don't do that. Uh, um, if you want to see a Winnie the Pooh movie, go see the original Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh or the new one that just hap- just was released this year and skip the rest of them. Um, although I should say I did kind of enjoy the Tigger and the Piglet movies, but that's a whole other story. But d- it, the Heffalump is where we, we officially jump the shark in the Pooh series. And Why? Because the Heffalump comes into the, the picture, and it's a purple elephant, first of all. Okay. And they call him Lumpy. <laughs> so that kind of speaks for itself. I like and Lumpy. Wait a minute. I like Lumpy. From the TV show, right? Yes. I love Lumpy from the TV show. Well, okay. on the TV show, he was a little less bothersome because it wasn't all about him. But, like, in the movie, the Pooh's Heffalump movie and in the Halloween movie, like, it's all about Lumpy. Like, nobody cares about what's going on with Pooh or Tigger or Eeyore or Piglet. It's like, what's Lumpy doing today? Let's go see what Lumpy's up to. Let's take Lumpy Halloween trick or treating. And I'm, I, I, like, I don't really care about Lumpy. Like, it's fine for Lumpy to be there if you want to sell your Heffalump plush, but you know he doesn't have to be the center of attention. And frankly, there's just not much to Lumpy. I just know that there are a lot of um, Heffalump fans out there. And so apparently that there's a market for being a Heffalump fan. No doubt, no doubt, there's a market for everything. I'm I'm approaching it as as a person, a, a film uh, person that that he doesn't have much character in the movies. I will agree with you on the TV show; he was pretty good. I, I didn't mind that, um, but but in the movies, like there's just not much to him. He's got a little kid voice as opposed to every other voice, except for Rue is a grown up, 
which makes sense because he's portrayed as a kid, but he's the same size as the others, and it's just it just throws you off, to be honest. And and this Heffalump movie, it's sixty seven minutes, and it's just like there's no there's no like point to it. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, but uh, on the other side of the fence, um, Mickey's. Do you guys remember Mickey's House of Mouse? Yes. Yeah. Loved that show, by the way. Me too. Um, so if you if you are too young or or too old and you didn't fall into the uh, the group who would have seen Mickey's House of Mouse, it was a, a cartoon show where they where Mickey and all the char- Disney characters hung out in a nightclub, and they would then use that as a kind of bridge device between showing old shorts. So they did a direct to DVD movie um, about villains that's sort of Halloween themed, uh, th- and I recommend that one highly because it has lots of good stuff in it. Oh, villains take over the bar. Is that what happens? Uh, sort of, sort of like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember the exact idea. I just remember like, um, uh, it's basically you know, I just remember all the good shorts on it, really. <laughs> but yeah, I think they 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 take over the uh, they take over the the thing on Halloween night, and they they then just start showing a bunch of cartoons. Uh, so yeah, that, those are a couple of the direct to DVDs I recommend. Um, I don't know if you guys back in the back in the eighties, Disney did um, so for around Halloween time they would do specially themed episodes of like Wonderful World of Disney and some like that. So I actually looked one up. Uh, the one that I keep remembering um, from Halloween, and I think they showed this on Disney Channel, which is why I remember it, is called Disney's Halloween Treat. It was a. It was a. It was on Wonderful World of Disney in 1982, and I remember seeing this. So it was like a jack o' lantern puppet that would talk about, you know, Halloween safety. So awesome. it would talk about like, you know, how to how to trick or treat and things like that. But then they showed all these great villain sequences and things from the short. So there was the the Madame Mim sequence from Sword in the Stone, um, Night on Bald Mountain. They would show um, the witch from Snow White. They showed the headless horseman was the end of it. Um, they showed the Donald Duck and the gorilla that we just talked about. Mickey's parrot is another good one. Like all of these great shorts and little bits and snippets from the movies, uh, that just focused on the villains and the kind of quote unquote scary parts. I remember this and it was out on, uh, VHS in 1984 and they showed it like on Disney channel and on wonderful world of Disney all the way through the mid nineties. Um, that's one that if I could track down, I would love to see that because I mean that was that was fantastic. I, think I, I remember all that stuff. Being well, Ryan, to... maybe you could write to the new head of Disney Channel, suggesting that you Ooh. might get it. I like because, this because Disney Channel actually just got um, a, their head of their head per- person um, resigned. Interesting. Hmm. I, I, so get those letters, people, and start writing. Demand Disney's <laughs> Halloween treat. This is what we're saying. Demand here. a vault. That's a, I, I liked when they used to do past a certain time of night. They used to do like the what the equivalent of Nick and Knight does. Is they used yeah. to do the vault shows like Ozzy and Harriet and stuff like that. And that's what they should do again. Is like once after a certain time of night, you know, you know, you know, like ten o'clock. Right. So, or 9 o'clock, you know, maybe maybe a later on a Friday night, but like on weeknight, 9 o'clock, you know, most kids are in bed and they won't care what's on, you know, unless it's like a new show. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yep. No, no exactly what you're saying. And I completely agree. 
Uh, they should bring that stuff back. I mean, that would be a great one, Disney's Halloween treat. Uh, there was another one in um, called Dis- uh, a Disney Halloween that was shown in uh, 1983, the very next year. This one had Michael Eisner show up uh, after after he came in. Um, that's the one I remember. In 1983, they didn't have that, but in uh, later years, they did. But Eisner, Eisner showed up along with uh, Mickey and Minnie and would introduce the different... Um, uh, the different shorts and it was much of the same stuff it was um night on bald mountain madam mim you know those sorts of things uh they, this one had the heffalumps and woozles for all you heffalump fans the the sizable heffalump community out there um as well as several other things uh the the siamese twin cats from lady and the tramp um, oh, and then a, a lot of the shorts and things so Cool. I, I just I wish Disney would do more of those, like the clip show type things that uh, you know to run. Well, I yep. mean, I guess there's not Wonderful World of Disney anymore. Well, like but. almost like when they do the various castle shows, they clip a whole string of things together and make a new story out of it sometimes and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, but they don't. You know, they used to do it on TV all the time. Yeah, you know, and they 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 just don't do it anymore. So sad. Um, it's so uh, speaking of Wonderful World of Disney, a. a movie that, that premiered there and now you can buy at, at, at the Disney theme parks. Uh, what about the Tower of Terror movie? Oh, the Tower oh, of Terror movie. I love that film. Yeah, I haven't seen it. St- really? Steve Gutenberg and Kirsten Dunst. You know what? It's been a while since I've seen it, but I enjoy it so much. Is that good? It, I mean, what do you think of it, Ryan? Um, I, It's been a long time since I've seen it. I, I it was okay. Yeah. Um, after seeing that, and then when they announced that they were going to do a Pirates of the Caribbean ride because they thought, you know, hey, let's turn attractions into movies, I was very skeptical of Pirates of the Caribbean. I'll say that. Oh. I mean, it's it's good, but it's not not something I would pay to see in the theaters. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I don't know. I really like Tower of Terror. It, it involved the obviously it involved the people who were hit by lightning in the, in the elevator and the one that portrayed the little girl in the elevator was the sister of this now elderly woman who who says that her and her sister never made peace because she died before because they got in a fight or something it was you know it got kind of involved but it was really good film and da- daisy thinks so too apparently so so what about some of these more stranger esoteric ones like uh the mr boogity movie which to me sounds an awful lot like Beetlejuice. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, I I don't I don't I never saw it, so I don't have a lot to say about it. Or I saw it and promptly forgot about it, which could be even worse. More I'm accurate sure. description. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's just you know, it's a it's a movie about a father who plays practical jokes in his family, only to learn that his own house is haunted by ghosts. I well, of course it is. Yeah, because you know when you do bad things, obviously people haunt your house. Yep. That's how it goes. <laughs> I guess. I'm not sure. I, I learned that a long time ago. <laughs> I have some honorable mentions when we get a chance. Throw them in. Yeah, just throw them into the pot. Okay, um, I'd like to honorable mention Handy Manny. Handy he's, Manny? He's done, actually, because um, we have Disney on demand, so we already have the Halloween episode for Handy Manny. <laughs> so um, I've, already, I've already watched it. <laughs> And it was really good. <laughs> is it like a is it like a regular episode or it's like, like a, a regular? It's a it's a fifteen minute. It's a it's a half of a fifteen minute piece, thirty minute piece. Got it. For the first half, um, it's Handy Nanny meets an alien. 
Ooh, creep. <laughs> um, so that's the first half of it. And then the, the second half is um, Handy Manny has to help the Lee family make their haunted house happen. Oh, okay. And then he had one last year as well. He had an episode for Halloween last year where he, um, where they talked about um, Dia de los Muertos and kind of explained that to them. To, to the, I, I wish they would show that. I hope they show that one again as well and not just a new one because I, I like that they explain culture to, yeah. you know, to the children, you know, and yeah, in a no, way that great. they can understand too. Um, also, um, Phineas and Ferb. Because, hey, they made a haunted house. That's right. They make the haunted house. That's a cute episode, too. Yes, and it is. The gi- then, giant baby head. Which, which keeps going in every episode. And then um, the episode where um, where Candace falls asleep watching the science fiction movie. Yes. Have you ever seen this episode, Ryan? <laughs> uh, yes, I have. Yes. Perhaps the best ending of any cartoon ever. <laughs> but I would be, I'd be curious to see that that as, a, as, a, as its own like little little side. Yeah, it's a, yeah, because she stays up watching this horror movie about how pe- about how the Earth is, and it's like this series of movies how Earth is invaded but by these. Not that horror, not that horror movie. It no, it's like a, but it's a horror movie. It's an old fashioned B yeah. horror movie. It's definitely yeah. a horror movie. And uh, they're stealing the they're steal the aliens are taking over the world by stealing the people's heads and replacing them with their with their own heads. That's the alien invasion. Yep. Okay. And uh, so she, but she gets riveted to it, and she just absorbs it all but then she starts to paint it all like as if it's really happening and so everything she sees becomes stuff from the movies to her and uh it's just very clever because the very very end she they basically end up having her reenact a scene that was in the movie <laughs> nice <laughs> which is just a great way to end it so Funny. all right if we're throwing tv episodes in here i'm gonna I, i'm gonna bet that brie will join me on this one um, it's not Disney, but it's ABC. Uh, but the Castle Halloween uh, show from season two. Oh, uh, it's amazing! What was the premise of that? I forgot. Uh, well, every episode of Castle is—it's uh, a homicide investigation. It's just like anything else. Again, folks, this is not for kids, small kids, but you know, teenagers or above will be fine with it. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's no violence or anything in it. Uh, but it's just—it's really, really funny because of all the costumes that the characters get dressed up in and all that kind of stuff. So I recommend that one. It, uh, they'll usually—I think last year, even during season three, they showed it again during Halloween. But it's uh, fabulous. Um, there's a couple more of the Disney Channel ones to mention. All right, throw them in there. Them uh, one of them is uh, "Don't Look Under the Bed," which is a pa- apparently a uh, girl is uh, blackmailed by the boogeyman. Okay. That's that's the movie. I I personally have never seen it, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just figured I would mention it. Uh, feel Boss free to caveat that one, okay? Yeah, feel feel free to later on just comment on whatever you you guys you know people you know when when we put up post the episode, just comment away. Tell us how great it is or isn't. I'm kind of curious. Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see hear what some of our listeners if they've come up with some that we missed because I'm yeah. sure we've missed a few. Uh, I've also got Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. I love that movie. Is it? Okay, tell us about this movie because I want to I know about this movie. Oh, my goodness. It's ridiculously good. Okay. So, well, I think so in a cheesy way. So, this mother is raising three kids, uh, single mother, 
and she, she's like in a supermarket one day or whatever, and she she meets up with this guy, and um, <laughs> the guy who's actually Charles is it Shaughnessy? Am I pronouncing it correctly? I don't know. From uh, he played Maxwell Sheffield in The Nanny. Okay. Yes. Oh, oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And, um, of course, no one knows he's a vampire, but the kids can sense something's wrong. And sure. actually, one of my favorite scenes is when, um... Because so kids he have up... magic powers. Huh? Of course. Yeah, sorry. Just children oh, have yeah. magic powers. Just, right, and no. their mother, I'm sorry, is uh, Caroline Ray. From Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Exactly. Okay. So Which... they end up going on this, on this date together, and, um... The, kid, the kids intrude on the date, and this is one of the funniest scenes in the film because there's this mirror, and I can't remember exact specifics, but I remember one of the kids looking in the mirror and not seeing his reflection. And that's when they kind of, they kind of set it off for him that he was a vampire, and then it goes just on this whole adventure of keeping the mother away from him, and it's a really exciting film. I love it. What, what caught my eye more than anything else about this movie, because I haven't seen this movie, okay, is uh, is that the the they actually have a Malachi Van Helsing in this movie? That, that's a new name on me. Haven't okay. heard that one before. And it's played by Robert Carradine, who at the time would have been like Lizzie of Lizzie McGuire fame, also of David Carradine's son. You know. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So I just thought it was uh, yeah because I I mean I could I don't know it's uh, I, does he talk like like Malach I I expect him to talk like uh you know a husky Italian voice so much with <laughs> not nice. not so much he's got the whole British thing going on really because yeah. you know Malachi doesn't strike me as British yeah no he's got the whole British thing going on and another cool scene he actually walks up a wall. And and he goes up the wall and then he turns into a bat. The graphics are really cool. But yeah. Ooh, I like it. But Brian, um you were we talked I we were talking earlier. Yes. And you mentioned um the babysitter is a vampire series was not good for children. No, 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 no. Yeah, the, the Disney Channel has the series now, My Babysitter is a Vampire. Um and it's like their attempt to do Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but in the Disney Channel mode. And uh, when we were in um, Hawaii, they, they normally only show it after 10 o'clock at night, but when we were uh, in Hawaii on vacation, um, the kids wanted to, they just turned on the TV, and I, the only thing that I would let them turn on was Disney Channel. And when I came back in, I was watching it, and like, it's not, it's not bloody or gory or anything, but it's definitely a little scary for, especially for kids that are going to be watching Disney Channel. So uh, I, I know they put it on at 10 o'clock at night, but you know. We were in Hawaii, so the time difference messed us up. But yeah, I wouldn't recommend that for young kids, and it didn't look very good, to be honest with you. Mm. Ah, uh, I will more to mention. All right, the Scream Team. Yes. Now I don't. I don't know anything about this. I saw it in the list of movies, and I, I have no clue what this is about. Yeah, it's like Ghostbusters, who are ghosts themselves. If well, I follow it correctly, that God. seems difficult. Yeah, I. I don't. I don't uh, completely get it as well, but um, they, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, they are the Soul Patrol, okay. <laughs> that sounds like something completely different. Yes, I, I automatically think nightclub myself. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it's something about the, the kids, they find them and they're looking for their, their the, the ghosts are looking for their, their, the kids' grandfather's soul 
okay, and they find out that it's stolen, and that's how the kids get involved with the Soul Patrol. And this is another one that Kathy, uh, Kathy and Jimmy is in. It's also Eric Idle and Tommy Davidson are the members of the Soul Patrol. So that sounds good, because I like all three of those people. Yes. It's, uh, do you remember it, Cheryl? No. I guess I, I, for some reason I remember us maybe watching this. I don't know, but it's, it sounds very familiar to me, but I can't. It's not yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Do we have a, any others? Anybody wants to throw in the, the mix? Um, I mean, related to Disney, no. All right. Well, uh, so those are those are if you're if you're a big Disney fan, those are the movies that um, the Disney has put out for Halloween, or some of the things that you could watch for Halloween uh, that you could you could enjoy. So uh, take a look at some of those, um, and then if you if you would please leave us a note in the show notes or send us an email, disfilmproject at gmail dot com, uh, and let us know some we missed, and we can we can put those out there for people. We tweet us some whatever you want. Give us but, a suggestion uh, for if you want for next year or something like that. You know. that's right. We're definitely, I mean, we're definitely, definitely taking, you know, we definitely take suggestions. Ryan and, and I kind of both, both manage the calendar, so. There you go. Also, let us know if this, uh, if this format worked for you for this type of episode, or if you'd rather we just stayed away from this type of episode altogether. Exactly, yes, because we were, we were planning on doing a Christmas episode where we talk about some of Disney's uh, Christmas and Hanukkah and, uh, and other holiday-themed movies. So please uh, let us know if you like it. So we'll, uh, we'll definitely do that. Uh, all right, but uh, you know one thing we need to do? We need to thank our sponsor, and that's touringplans.com. We have so a sponsor? We do have a sponsor because we're awesome people, and, they be- and they're awesome people. And when awesome people get together, sponsorship happens is what happens there. Yeah, uh, it does. T- touringplans.com. Todd and I both blog for that that site, uh, and it is a fabulous site for those of you who are planning your trips to Disneyland or Walt Disney World, who are planning to save time and money. You save time and money with the crowd calendar, where you figure out which days you need to go to which parks. You can save time and money with the touring plans that tell you the best order to hit each attraction in. Uh, No matter what type of group that you are taking with you, they have a touring plan for it. Or with Lines, the mobile application that tells you the current wait times at each of the attractions so you can make calls on the run. You can decide what places to go next. All of those tools are available to you over at touringplans.com. So go get a subscription and uh, thank them for sponsoring us. And we really appreciate it because it helps us keep doing what we're doing here at Disney Film Project Podcast. So go check it out over at touringplans.com. Yes. All right. So uh, until next week, make sure you keep in touch with us. We mentioned the, the show notes and the, the email. Uh, you can also tweet us at Diz Film Project. You can Facebook like us, Disney Film Project there. So just keep in touch with us. Go leave us a review on iTunes, folks. It really helps us out, helps people find the show um, so that we rank above uh, prom and high school musical China in the podcast directory. <laughs> that would be very appreciated. <laughs> Um, so please do that for us. Uh, until next week, you can keep in touch with Todd over at touringplans.com. He's got another blog post coming up, I'm sure. Um, you can check out disneydrivenlife.com. You can see Bree's attractions blogging. You can see my uh, blogging about films and reviews and things like that. Uh, and then you can always, of course, keep up with us at disneyfilmproject.com. And then Adventures of Bree at adventuresofbree.blogspot.com. If you just want to know what Bree's been up to. And, and some people might not because it might be, you know, like we've talked about, warning children off the that might be too too much for them um, over a brief block. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, thanks, Ryan. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Just teasing. Um, all right. So uh, until next week, folks, uh, stay spooky. Don't look under the bed. Ooh.